Welcome. Pull up a seat, relax, and pour yourself a drink. You're invited to listen in on Bean and Bowman share life stories and personal perspectives. Welcome back to Bean and Bowman. I am here today with Steve Bean, who, if you don't already know, is my father-in-law. Besides the fact that uh, we just have a wonderful time together, and I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being back here today. And uh, our topic is a very interesting one. Today, we're going to be looking at adjusting to advanced age. Wow. Uh, that's uh, a and I don't know if this qualifies, but I just had my birthday um, about two weeks ago, so I've 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 now become the big six O. I don't know if that counts as advanced age, but anyways, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I think yeah, you're quite the expert in this field, adjusting to advanced age. How are you? Uh, I'm just fine, thank you. I appreciate you asking. Uh, so the topic today is adjusting to advanced age, or as I prefer to call it how to become a super ager, okay? Uh, anybody can get to an advanced age with a little luck and uh, time passes by, but how to become a super ager? And I'm 82 years old, so I have mm. some on-the-job experience and training in adjusting to getting older. Um, I recently had to stay in the hospital for a bout of colitis. This is a while ago, actually. And uh, while I was there, uh, they did a bunch of scans on my entire body at the hospital because that's how they make a money, how I make money. And they discovered that my brain had not deteriorated even slightly despite my age. And two doctors came up to see me to tell me that they thought they'd never seen that before. That was amazing. Uh, so I said, well, that that's good to hear, actually. Uh, so I'm but I'm convinced for the reason for this is that I keep mentally active to the extreme by working every day and studying for my doctorate in clinical psychology. Yeah, no, that's, that's, first of all, I love, I love that title, the, uh, the super ager. And I would not be surprised if your term super ager caught on like wildfire. And that becomes the, uh, the new uh, definition, a new term for um, instead of advanced age. I love it. Super ager. What an attitude. What a nice spin. Mentally active. Uh, I'd like to, I hope we get to drill a little deeper into that and find out besides your, you know, what it is about your studying for your uh, PhD and other things that you do to do that mental workout. So please. So my advice to those who are aging, uh, stay mentally and physically active. Make a New Year's resolution to take up challenging activities such as learning a foreign language, uh, taking online courses, or even mastering a musical instrument. So let's talk about the physical changes that occur in all of us who are aging. And the main issue here is you just don't want to deny that they're going to happen. And the key to it is just to adjust to it. Um, there, are a num there are a number of physical ages. Um, and you stay older longer now because of the advanced medications. With our age, our bones tend to shrink in size and density, which makes them weaker and more susceptible to fracture. You might even become a bit shorter. I hope that doesn't happen in my case. Uh, muscles generally lose strength, endurance and flexibility, which can affect your coordination, stability and balance, um, get modified. Um, those are just some of the changes. Uh, age is related 
uh, age-related structural changes in your digestive system can result in constipation and your bladder may become less elastic, resulting in the need to uh, use the bathroom more often. There are other physical changes that also occur. I love, love, love the fact that you talk about um, not to deny the physical changes and that you talk about adjusting. Um, and I, I'll even think about the word pivoting. In other words, recognizing, accepting the fact that there are changes and then do it. And then, as you say, adjusting, doing things to um, accept and deal with those changes. I, I absolutely love it. It's a, it's a huge, huge, very important piece of advice. It's a big subject today. Actually, physiological changes occur with aging in all our organ systems. Uh, for example, the cardiac output uh, decreases and blood pressure increases. Uh, arteriosclerosis develops. The lungs show impaired gas exchange. And there's a decrease in vital capacity and slower expiratory flow rates. Uh, talking Ooh. on a technical level. Yeah, that's for sure. On a technical level. And the key is, the key to the whole thing is don't act shocked when these things happen. Uh, don't act, uh, don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't act shocked. Don't say, oh my goodness, how did this happen to me? It didn't. It happens to everybody. I love the idea that, you know, when you talk about that, that happens to everybody, um, there can be this sense of how did, how could this be going on? What am I, what am I going through? And then what you're, what you're, you know, expressing is the fact that it's not about you. It's, this is what happens to everybody. And I think if we pull the camera back a little bit, so to speak, we understand that this is, it's nothing personal, you know, there's nothing to feel bad about. You didn't do anything wrong. This is just what it is. And everyone goes through it. Yeah. And in your case, you got, um, what you, what you have to do at your age of 60 is just prepare for the fact that when you get to be my age of 82, uh, these things will happen. So uh, my advice is order dessert first because you never know what's going to happen. And <laughs> just uh, just keep on going and keep on going and keep on going. Furthermore, your, your skin gets thinner, becomes more fragile. Fatty tissue just below the skin decreases. You might even notice you bruise more easily. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, a de there's a decreased production of natural oils. Uh, which will make your skin a little drier. Uh, wrinkles, age spots, and small growths called skin tags are more common. So the best thing you can do is to eat a healthy diet, get regular exer and regular checkups and, with your doctor, and exercise. Um, you, and th that that's what you need to do for the time being. Yeah, um, you're giving a really good list of the things on how to prepare. I like that idea of ordering dessert first. There's a certain idea that... Uh, enjoy life because you know enjoy life now and uh you know when when you can when you can enjoy those things i think that makes a lot of sense the way you're talking about is as far as exercise following the advice of your doctor it's it's uh, these are good words yeah also work on managing stress don't smoke get enough sleep also maintain a healthy weight and be very social and of course stay mentally active uh that's very important uh, in my case, I choose very challenging mental activities like pursuing my doctorate. It's a difficult degree to get. However, the more difficult, the better from a cognitive standpoint. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, very good. How many, and, how, how, many, how many hours of sleep do you get a night? Oh, I get about um, eight or nine. Very good. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I sleep like a baby. I get up every two hours and cry. But... Not, <laughs> but uh, but not, but not really. I just came to my mind. 
Um, so let me give you some analogies that I like to refer to when I think things that I'm doing become difficult because of my age. There are okay. other areas of the war of your life and in the world today where you have to go through some discomfort in order to get to the bottom line and feel good. Number one, grapes have to be crushed to get wine. They don't just produce wine on their own because they're a grape. They have to get crushed to get wine. So the grapes are probably a little uncomfortable. Uh, diamonds only form under pressure. That's the way it works. Can't have a diamond without the pressure. And olives have to be pressed to release their oil. And finally, this, that seeds only grow in darkness. So it's very important that when you undertake challenging things, you don't fear failure. Instead, just be very afraid of regrets. No matter what keeps what happens, just keeping keep moving forward. Having yeah. regrets, having regrets is a is something that you, you need to be without. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like those analogies too. You know, the fact is, is that if you enjoy a nice bottle of wine, which you uh, and I have enjoyed wine together, it just doesn't happen automatically. You need to, as you say, crush those grapes. You know, as you say, a beautiful diamond has to go through, gosh, years and years and years and centuries and even more of, of pressure. We see here, uh, you know, we see here in, uh, Israel, the olives that are pressed and uh, turned into olive oil, and that that's true. I like it. Those are all very good analogies that uh, that I think can be very helpful. That's for sure. I, I used to work in the hospice department of a large hospital, and um, the, I learned that that was a fact. Um, and for sure, keep your sense of humor. So mm-hmm. along with that, along with that, I'm going to uh, offer up some amusing thoughts. Uh, why not? Um, uh, first one is that. Um, I noticed that when Tom Hanks signs his autograph, he just signs the word thanks. <laughs> very good. Very good. good. Is that good? That is very and good. Then, wow. I have to think of that's very good. Yeah, that is good. And then I heard that there was a kidnapping incident recently at a school near me, but it worked out okay because they were they were able to wake him up. <laughs> okay. A kid napping. That's, that's I got the key. it. I got it. Yeah. yeah you got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to get it. Yeah. Kid napping. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in any event, I think that uh, <laughs> the, the, the key the key of the whole thing is to just accept everything for what it is, react appropriately, uh, do the best you can. Uh, nobody's guaranteed anything in this life, but you can you can understand the situation that goes on today. It used to be people, you know, they, they retired and they died at 65 and that was the name of that too. But now with all the advanced medications and the ability to keep your arteries flowing and the plumbing going right and uh, everything else. So I just saw the obituary of a lady whose husband was a friend of my father's and her obituary said she was 106 years old. Uh, that's amazing. Um, and I saw her picture. She didn't even look 106, probably looked 100 and 105, but she didn't look 106. Uh, so it, it, it's, uh, um, take advantage of it. Um, you know, I, I, I have this, um, theory that when you die, you, 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 you come back and you, in my case, I have already selected the, what I want to be when I come back. Uh, I want, I want to be a duck. Uh, I've studied the subject, of, and the reason I, I want to be a duck is because the ducks do everything. They fly, they swim, and they walk. And uh, I, I just don't think you can do any better than a duck. Uh, you know, that's it, they do it all. 
so hopefully I'll be a duck, and uh, and uh, that's that's the way it uh, the, the that's the uh, that as John Prine, one of my favorite country singers, who unfortunately passed away too early from COVID, uh, that's the way the world goes around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, at some point in time, may it be in many many years to come, I'm going to have a even even greater appreciation for for ducks, and uh, don't be surprised if I kind of like walk around looking at ducks and asking, you know, uh, no, hey, you should. is that you? you should, is that should. you in there? Is that you in there? <laughs> yeah. So two, uh, two ducks are flying across Lake Michigan and one duck says to the other, um, you know, I'm getting a little tired. Let's, let's take a swim. So they, they go down and they're swimming in the water. Next thing you know, they say, you know what? I'm getting like soaking wet here. Why don't we take a walk on the land and then we'll resume our flight. So that's how they do it. Not many people know that, but uh, I, I, you know, I have not, I, I have not talked to ducks, but it's it's my uh, it's my cognitive ability to to uh, understand what they probably go through. Um, right, ducks, duck, ducks are the key. Ducks are the key. Okay, well, that's that's really good to know, and that's a really great, uh, you know, great creature to aspire to in terms of you know next time around. Good idea. Very good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me yeah yeah go ahead you, you go ahead let me ask you about the issue about regrets when you when you were working at the hospital um and talking to people who did have regrets how, what what kind of response how could you help them how did you comfort them when or was there anything that you could or could not do when here's somebody as you say in hospice and they are facing really what is you know towards the end and they have regrets how did you how did you deal with that well you the, you can't they, they have a hard time dealing with that and the only thing you could tell them was uh you know you could try to comfort them in that area but they most of the people that i talked to were were um um less concerned about something they tried and failed um, it's like one of the hockey players, um, uh, not sure which hockey player it was who said, to, you know, I, I miss every shot I didn't take. Mm, right, so, right, right. so take the shots when you get a chance, take a shot. And if you were and men, and then you can, you can rationalize it by saying, I just didn't have the skills, uh, to pay the bills. I wasn't, I didn't have the skills necessary to do that. So not everybody has every skill to do what they want to do. They just wanting to do it is not enough. Like I, I can't, there's a lot of things I can't do, but wanting to do it is not enough. So the best way to do it is to rationalize it and say, well, but you know, there was something I wanted to do and I tried it and I failed. So apparently it wasn't meant, it wasn't meant to be for me, but I'm content with that. Right. And then, and, and then you don't, you don't have actually the regrets of wondering what if, let me ask you no. about, let me ask you about uh, physical exercise. Um, you've been involved in so many different uh, physical activities, uh, sports and exercise and all that. Um, okay, so with the body changing and, and and making that adjustment, how do you face, for example, not being able to do a certain favorite sport? What do you do about that? You know, you get to that point where you, whatever the reason is, that sport you've been doing for your whole life, you just it's just not going to be feasible. What do you do? Yeah, I have that problem right now. I uh, I played racquetball at a very high level for 60 years, and I won the state mixed doubles championship uh, in 1986. 
and racquetball was a was a big part of my life and i would play you know three times a week and uh and now i managed to um to injure my back in the process because i developed some injuries related to playing racquetball for so long so it bothers me a great deal all the time that i can't play racquetball so i because i can't I, I just can't play anymore it just my my foot they do to uh, do uh, um, nerve damage uh, prevents me from doing it. So I just sometimes I go over and watch people play, but I go over to my health club and 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 do various machines over there, and um, that's the best I can do. So I realized to, my, to myself that uh, I really just can't um, I can't do it I can't do it anymore. I've uh, I've, I've run out I've run out of that sport. Sixty years has to be enough. Would I do it again? Yes, of course I would. <laughs> Uh, uh, I would, I would do it again because it was worth it. Um, I, I remember uh, one time I was walking off the court and I walked in the uh, locker room and I said to another guy, I said, can you imagine not being able to play racquetball? He says, nah, that'll never happen. Wrong. It, it does happen. It, it absolutely does happen. And, uh, um, so, you know, I've tried, uh, tried, um, physical therapy and uh, that doesn't work except for the physical therapist who gets paid. Uh, and, um, but I do take CBD, which I think does, it relieves the discomfort in my foot to, yeah. to some degree. Um, and, um, that's the way it works. Um, I'm trying to think of what that nerve is in the body that goes all the way, the longest nerve in the body that, that nerve is, um, is inflamed. And yes. I tried various med medications and, uh, I don't like you take a lot of medications and they can have side effects because uh, all, all negatives have positives. So you just say, well, that's the way it goes. It is what it is. I can't do not much I can do about that. So, um, but you know what, for millions of years it's been going on and it will go, go on for many millions of years in the future. Uh, there were, you know, there were people alive, you know, 300,000 years ago that said the same thing, but didn't do them any good. So that's you, the story for you today. Decided, Corey. Well, well, you you decided to, as far as your mental exercise is concerned, and and kind of really staying, and even increasing, I would even think your your mental workout. You decided to um, get a PhD in psychology. Why? How did you decide to do that? In other words, was that a question of saying, oh, I, I I'm looking for something to keep me mentally stimulated, or was it, or was there something else involved in that decision? No, I've always been interested in that. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, a master's degree in clinical psychology, and now I'm working on the doctorate in clinical psychology because psychology is something I'm interested in. So it's a pleasure. And uh, the next class that I'm signed up for uh, is the is uh, dream analysis because wow. I I I'm very fascinated in in dreams. Dreams are the royal road to the unconscious, according to the old Siggy Freud. And you want yeah. to understand more about the unconscious, so that's the th that's the thing to do. So I'm taking that, and then then I get back into other a few more other courses, and then I do do a little dissertation work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's very interesting how you how you went down that path. Very very interesting, and I'm sure the 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 process of of uh, that mental exercise of working on your PhD. Right? Has it been challenging, or has it been a cakewalk? No, it's far from a cakewalk. It's very challenging, and uh, uh, I had to work very hard to get uh, uh, to get the grades that I've gotten so far. Um, I have uh, a three point eight grade point average so far after many courses, uh, which is uh, out of four points. That's very high, wow, and sure. uh, I'm probably the oldest person in the program. 
So, um, you know, whatever it just, uh, it is what it, it is, what it is. Well, what an, what an, what an amazing, uh, role model for the younger, uh, your younger classmates, uh, who really, who can look to you and say, okay, this is, this is something perhaps they now have an example for, you know, when they're a superager, uh, but continuing their studies further. So that's, that's, that's really, really amazing. Really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, plus uh, the the field of clinical psychology has come a long way, and uh, it has a lot lot to do with neurology and neurotransmission, and so on. So it um, it turned out to be exactly as I thought it would, and um, you know I I don't plan on practicing clinical psychology once I get the degree, but I do plan on being proud of the fact that I got it. Definitely, definitely. Well, this has been really really insightful. Any any last comments uh, about the super ager? No, I just uh, it, it, it follow my advice and um, hope for the best, and um, hopefully you won't uh, take the express too early, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Well, that's fantastic. Superagers, whole new term for disgu- for for describing adjusting to adjusting to advanced age. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. This has been really good, and thank you for everyone listening today and uh if you uh if you we'd really appreciate it if you uh, like the show going over to your uh, whatever platform you're listening to whether it's uh, spotify or whether it's through apple or google or or amazon however you're listening to bean and bowman and be sure to like us it helps spread the word to uh, others so really appreciate that thanks again we'll see you next time yeah my pleasure